thank you, uh, Brother Fly and Sister Jacinda, for uh, inviting me to be a part of your morning prayer this morning. It's an honor and definitely even more so a privilege to be able to share uh, with uh, your listeners and your partners in Stolen Lunches Ministry. This uh, this is very important. I know that my sister Jacinda was probably a little nervous because she done sent me about 11 texts within the last five hours to make sure that I was on this call uh, and uh, on it uh, on time this morning, and that's okay because uh, uh, she she knows that sometimes I might need a little nudge. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Especially five o'clock in the morning, but uh, Mr. Stend, I just want to I just want to assure you that I've been up for a while, and uh, <laughs> I'm excited to be a part of this. Uh, as Brother Fly said, that uh, we we've been friends for a while now, and um, the, as he said, the moment that we met, we connected in the spirit, and it was all because of what God had already predestined. So thank you again for inviting me. But I want to jump right into the Word of God this morning, and we're primarily coming from several different scriptures. But the topic that we're going to talk about, my friends, everybody, is the power of the tongue, the power of the tongue. And if you'll just kind of flow with me, the scriptures that I'll be referring to, I'm going to pretty much give them to you because I don't want you to spend too much time trying to flip through, and I know with technology you can find them, but I'm going to go ahead and give them to you this morning. Uh, But the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18 and 21 says very, very clearly that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now, you got to look at that both ways, that if you love death, you're going to eat the fruit of death. If you, if you, if you love, uh, the, love life, then you're going to eat the fruit of life. But what the Psalm, what Proverbs is talking about this morning, that if you believe that what God says, and the power that he's given you in the tongue, then you will actually follow what he prescribes to bring you life and to bring you fruit. When the Bible talks about the tongue, we know that he uses the word tongue in the scriptures, but he's really talking about words, and that's why we're going to talk about really the power of words uh, more so than the actual physical organ, the tongue, because your words will do two things. What you speak will either kill you, or it will make alive your life. And sometimes we don't realize that the things that we say from day to day is actually killing our progress and our productivity in spirit, in the spirit. Or what we are saying is bringing things to life. That is, the scripture says to uh, speak those things that be not as if there were. And we, sometimes we kind of toss that scripture around lightly, but God purposely put power in words that the things that we say, the things that we utter, those things actually bring to fruition what we really, really believe. Well, my, my first example is going to be uh, parents, because I, I didn't realize this until I actually became a parent. Uh, my wife and I, Vanessa and I, uh, are the parents of four young men. And uh, we're evident of that because they eat like young men, so we know that they're, they're, they're actually young men, but the thing is that we realized that after we had children that we literally shape who they are, what they believe, and what they do by the things we say to them. And a lot of times as parents, and some of you out there are parents, what you tell your children 
And what you speak over your children has a whole lot to do with the success of their future. When you encourage them and tell them that you will be whatever you decide to be and that you can become whatever you want to become and that God will help you achieve what you want to achieve, that is so very, very true. And they hang on to your word because when you speak it out there, it becomes faith. And it becomes faith not only just in the air, but becomes faith in the spirit. They latch on to it and they follow that. They seek after that. And then what happens is that because you say it, they believe it, they begin to act it out. At the same time, it's important that parents understand that it's not just what you do say, but it's also what you don't say. When you don't tell a child that I love you, when you don't tell a child that it'll be all right, when you don't tell a child that your future is important and that you're important to your future, then at the same time you pull away from them the power of becoming that until later on down in life or somewhere else from some other source they may get that same information. But it's important what we say to our children and what we don't say to our children. I remember one time when we were preparing for a concert. We were setting up. It was about 4 o'clock. The concert was going to be at 7. And there was a young man who was working as a stage technician, and he had his son with him. And there were about 10 of us that were around that were setting up and everything. I'll never forget this. It's been about 15 years ago. And this, 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 this gentleman who was the father said to his child, uh, uh, he had told him to do something, and I think he misunderstood what his instructions were, and uh, he didn't quite get it right. And in front of all of the other adults and other people that were in the hall, he yelled out, you are so stupid. I don't understand why you can't ever get done what I tell you to do. I literally saw the countenance of that child, who could have been no more than 10 years old, drop like a light. And it was not so much that uh, his dad had to correct him because he probably was accustomed to that. But what was so disheartening is that what that what what that, that father said to that child, you could tell that he actually believed it. And and it was like, okay, I must be nothing. I must be stupid. I must not be able to get it right. And it actually destroyed the counsels of that kid. And I say that to say this, that what we speak has a whole lot to do with reality and what we actually bring to pass. So understand the power that's in the tongue. One of the things that the Bible says is that the power of the words you speak will reveal what's in your heart. Luke 6 and 45 says it very plainly. Uh, A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringing forth that which is evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What's inside is what's going to come out. And it doesn't necessarily mean just the, the spiritual things or, or, or that, you know, you're hoping that somebody uh, is not fortunate or that you're wishing bad on anybody. But when you think about it, if in your heart is fear, if you have in your heart anger, if in your heart is prejudice or hurt or resentment or doubt, when your mouth opens and you speak, that's what's going to come out, and that's what you're going to utter into the atmosphere, and that's what you're going to utter into the spirit. Likewise, though, it's so encouraging to know that if faith is within, if joy is within, if peace and love is within, if confidence 
and encouragement, a spirit of uh, encouragement is what's in my heart. When I open my mouth, that's what I'm going to utter. It's going to actually bring it into existence. Therefore, when we are facing challenges and it seems like uh, things just not going my way, it's not going the way that uh, I really want it to go and need it to go right now, then what we got to do is speak those things into existence as though they were. And a perfect example is I remember one time when I was talking to a friend about some challenges that I, I was going through uh, with, with, with one, of my, one of my sons. And, you know, I was talking to him and I was saying, well, this is what it is. This is what it is. And that brother stopped me. He said, you know what? If you will stop claiming that in what you say, if you will stop uh, 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 speaking what you see, that is, that this is the problem, and start actually speaking what you want, what you desire, and pull down from heaven what you want the case to be, how you want your son to be better, and what you want to happen in his life, that's what, that, that is what will actually start taking place. I never forgot that, and instantaneously, momentarily, I realized that i got to speak what I desire. i got to speak what I want from the Spirit and not necessarily what I see. And that's why it's so important to understand that we have to speak what's in our hearts, and it will reveal what's in your heart. You may say, Doc, but how do I assure that what's inside of me is what God wants? Well, God made it very, very simple. If you want to govern what's inside of you, number one, on the negative side, you've got to make sure that you hang around those people who speak life and not doubt. You want to hang out with folks who speak uh, 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 encouragement rather than fear. You want to make sure that, you know, the, the daily conversation that you have and those that you speak with on a daily basis, when they speak into your life, they're not talking about all the things that are wrong, but they're talking about the things that are right or the things that can be better or how God says things should be. So how do you ensure that what's inside is what you speak and that those things are good? God says reading his word, it changes your life. When you actually live, breathe, eat, sleep, the Word of God, it becomes your very existence. The Word of God is alive. So when I read the Word, when I study the Word, when I just listen to the Word, that's why this program is so important. That's why Stolen Lunches is so important. That's why those Bible studies that the men have on those, thir- those last Thursday mornings and then when the ladies have their sessions, they're so important because you're actually drinking, eating, and sleeping the Word of God. It becomes a part of your DNA. Not only that, but praying the Word, saying back to God what he has said to us. That is so Important. When the Bible says that let not your heart be troubled, if you believe in God, believe also in me. When the word says if you abide in me and I abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. When the word says when the enemy comes in like a flood, I will lift up a standard against him. When the enemy says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, those words become a part of your DNA, your daily conversation, and though because those words have power, they become your life. Hanging out with positive people who are going to encourage you that what you can't see right now is going to happen. That's faith. Those are the ways you ensure that what's in your heart are the things that you speak. How can what you say help others? I want to focus on other people right now. Proverbs 12, 18 says this very plainly. My friend, it says, There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise 
is health. You can literally, literally heal somebody else's wounds and their broken heart by the things that you say. Sometimes we might get into a little uh, altercation with somebody or have a disagreement with somebody, and in those times, sometimes we feel like we have a license to kind of lash out or say things that we really don't mean. You know, even sometimes with your spouse, you may feel like because right now we're in a, a heated uh, uh, exchange of rigorous exchange of ideas, you know, that's a nice way of saying we're having an argument with our, our spouse. We tend to feel like maybe we can say some things that are harsh and that are hurtful. When you do that, there's a lasting effect that long after that conversation is over, long after that situation is resolved, but the, the effect of it is still there, and they affect who that person is. On the other hand, even if I'm not in agreement with what the person says, but if I speak words of life and words of healing, I bring healing and enlightenment to that other person, whether it's my spouse, whether it's my friend, whether it's my coworker, whether it's somebody I just don't really, really care about, but I can bring healing to their lives. The Bible says this, a soft answer turns away wrath. It calms the situation. It brings peace into that environment. We are agents of change. And what is the tool that God uses? Our words. That's why God says you got the, 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 that, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then how is that? You cannot hear unless there's a preacher, you know, and you cannot hear a preacher unless he's sent. We're not talking about preaching in terms of the one that stands in front of the pulpit, but the one who does exactly what this program is doing, that is carrying the word of God. Every day we are preachers. Every day we are ministers. Every day we are those agents that God has sent into the world to combat and face head-on those obstacles that will come from unbelievers or those who don't really, really push faith, we are the ones to bring peace in those situations. So that's why God says a soft answer turns away wrath and brings about peace. This is something I love so much, and this is how we can save others by what we say. Proverbs 25 and 11 says, A fitly, a word fitly spoken in due season is like apples of gold. In pictures of silver. In other words, it's precious. It speaks life. Sometimes when a person is talking to you, they really want to they really want to share what's on their heart, but they kind of dance around it and they kind of tell you, kind of sort of that I'm having some challenges, but they don't really come out and tell you. Well, that's the opportunity to speak life into that person's heart, and that is speak a fitly word. And that's why we gotta always be ready to speak a fit word, and to give a reason why we believe what we believe. And when you speak a fit word in due season, that is, you tell a person, you know, it may look this way this t- right now, but later on, as you continue to believe God and trust God, things are going to change because he's in your corner. That person takes that word as his own, his life begins to change. And that's how what we say has power and can change the life of individuals. I want to close by saying this that your words can also and will also change you, not just other people. When you tell yourself what God has promised you, your life changes, and the situations in your life lines up with God's word. I tell you, when we speak it, it becomes life. It's just like this. If God were to say that the tree in your yard is, is orange, when you look at it, it may not be orange then, but once God speaks it and says that that tree is orange, it automatically becomes orange. Likewise, what he says in his word, once you speak it, that's what happens. 
What's the first thing he says? He says, Proverbs 21 and 23 says, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. That's why we say speak that which brings you life. Say that which you desire. Tommy Newberry is one of my favorite authors. He wrote a book called The 4-8 Principle. I read it every day as a part of my devotion. And what actually happens is that he says, he, he says do, do not concentrate and utter things that's going to bring detriment to your life. If, if you're facing financial challenges, yeah, you, you want to be honest with yourself. But what you want to do is you want to speak what's going to happen. You want to speak what you need to happen. Lord, right now I'm a little short on cash. But you said that a thousand cattle on a hill belongs to me. It belongs to you. And I'm an inheritance of what you promised. So, Lord, I, on tomorrow, I'm going to have a better financial situation. I'm going to have a better financial state. The word says well, you need to be strong and be courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of your situation. But it is the Lord your God who goes with you and before you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. The Bible says fear not. For I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And when we take what God has said and we utter those words into the atmosphere, it's a command that they line up and work in your favor. When you say my day will be great, I will accomplish my goals, I will overcome my obstacles, I will defeat the devil's intentions. I will overcome his network because I will be victorious because of God. And that's when life lines up. The spirit actually causes your words to line up with God and cause prosperity to come in your way. My friends, I just want to encourage you early this morning that as you go throughout your day, regards to what, you challenge, what you're challenged with, what you're facing, regards to what it looks like, speak life. Speak what God is. Speak his word back to you, and I guarantee you that your whole life will change because of it. It's, there's a little confusion sometimes when you hear people talk about the Bible says, don't say that I am sick. And, and we sometimes we look at that and we say, but if I am sick or if my arm is broken, I, I can't just say my arm is not broken. I can't say that I'm not sick because I am sick. We have to understand the tenor of the word, the tenor of the faith, and the intentions of what God is saying. He's not saying deny your current state, but he's saying that when I say I am healed and when I say I'm, I, I'm not sick, then that's when things begin to turn around because it's faith in action. And what you're calling into existence is the desirable state that you desire, and that is to be made whole. And that's what words do for you when you speak them in the spirit and you speak them in faith. And I just want to say, my brothers and sisters, to all of you, that your words, whether you believe it or not, or even whether you want to or not, they have power. Speak what you desire. Speak what you want. See what you want to see. Pull down out of heaven what you desire, and I guarantee you God will bring it to pass because your words have life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. God bless you. God. Woo! Thank Man, you. Lord have mercy. If, <laughs> if, if I was right there with you, Doc, I'd I squeeze you so hard right now. <laughs> what a powerful <laughs> word to start us off this morning. And I'm just so excited that you reminded us all that life and death are in the power of the tongue and that we have the ability 
to be agents of change. And we're able to speak that which is in the supernatural that we cannot see and call it into the natural. Yeah. Into the natural realm by the authority that our Lord Jesus Christ and our God has given unto us. But today, we're going to speak positive things and we're going to speak God's word. Yes. We believe that even before we don't see it, right. we're going to speak it. We're going to speak it. Mm, that yes. was so good this morning. So I remind right. everybody that's on the call speak what you seek until yes. you see what you have spoken. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. Glory be to the God and the Most Highest at this time. Yes. I ask that you all would unmute your phone. Unmute your phone and um, let your prayer requests be made known. And uh, after all the prayer requests have been made known, we're going to ask God to close us out in prayer. So at this time, please unmute your phone and just jump right in. You called in for a reason. And I know that uh, God wants to do something special. In your life, he wants to know your prayer requests. We bring them before the throne of God today. So if you have any requests, go ahead and let them be made known at this time. Good morning, Brother Tlata. This is Niasha. Um, I'm praying for peace. I'm praying that during this storm and this very kind of scary time in my life, that God just keeps his angels guarding over my son over my house, over my health, and over my life. Mm. Thank you. Neosha's praying for peace. And, all right, Neosha, we got you on the list. We just believe that God is going to overwhelm you with his love and his peace. And, and I know you know him in a personal way, so I just encourage you this morning. God got you. Are there any more? Um, good morning, everyone. This is Shamel. Um, normally before I call in, I kind of know what I'm going to ask for the prayer to be about, but this morning I figure, let me just listen to the speaker and just let him guide me with my prayer. And um, also being a parent of four, three boys and a daughter, um, there's been a disconnection with my 14-year-old and I, and it's been like every day, every day there's been like a little bit of disrespectfulness, some rudeness, um, and I just, it's just kind of messing me up inside. So I just want to just be prayed up on that, that we can figure out what that disconnection is because we, we are going to see a therapist next Friday. Um, and the thing with my 14-year-old is he kind of goes back and forth with his dad and I. Um, he'll live in Florida for a couple years. He'll live here for a little bit. And now that he's in high school, I know that he's going through his 14-year-old emotions, his hormones. But at the end of the day, you can't talk to your mom like that. You can't disrespect your mother. I'm doing the best that I can do. And I'm a great mom. So I just want us to be prayed up on that so that we can find um, our solid walk and just come together on that. Because I don't want the spirit to be in my home and for his brothers to pick anything up. Um, you know, I just don't want them to be taught the wrong way, the wrong direction. So we can just be prayed up on that as far as um, the connection with my son. I would really appreciate that. Amen. We got you, Shamara, as a father for boys myself. I just give you two words. I understand. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, Doc has boys himself, so exactly. we understand, especially uh-huh. those teenage years. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that could definitely be a struggle. We are praying for your family, your entire family, not only the relationship you have with your son, but all your children, and even their father. So we're praying for you this morning. Uh, 
Any more prayer requests, please let them be made known. Good morning. This is Shanika. Um, right now, for a while, I've been going through a very odd season in my life. A lot of changes have occurred within the last year, and the season is just a little uncomfortable. So I am praying for direction, for peace, um, praying that I um, find another job, and um, also praying for my daughter. She's one that I um, just know how to be a good mom to her, and um, um, and that's my prayer request. All right, Shanika, we got you on the list. We know that uh, being a mother don't come with an instruction manual, but um, when you put God first, things will fall right into their place. So I encourage you this morning, begin to speak that job you want and begin to speak those things over your family and your daughter. So um, we're encouraging you this morning. We got you on the list. Anybody else? I have two real quick ones. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, please. Um, thank you, Brandon. I have two really quick ones that have come into stolen lunches um, through the prayer portal that we have. One is from the Flowers family. They have been, uh, they've accepted a job down in Florida, and they've just asked for all of us to pray for them. I mean, it, I don't guess it's being taught 
in the home or I don't really know the situation, but their 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 spirits are just like I just gotta give up and it's like stuff that I consider like drama and stuff, like it's it's just weird. But just the spirit of suicide in our students in general. All right, wow. You never know where these young lives deal with. They think it's so heavy that they can't uh, take it anymore, but we know that the spirit of suicide is of the enemy, so we speak life over them right now. But we are adding them on the prayer call uh, on our prayer list this morning. God, just break that spirit of suicide. And uh, you've been given a great responsibility of being a social worker, so I just believe that you're going to speak life over these kids. And, and thank you for adding them to the prayer call this morning to call job. We know you are able to create change in their lives through the love that God has given you. Thank you so much for what you do. Are there any more? We'll give you a couple more seconds, and then we'll go into prayer. Any more? This is the last last call. All right, at this time, we're going to ask Doc to close us out in prayer, and um, we're going to all just uh, join him. And we know that this is a community of prayer warriors. Amen. It's praying Amen. on each and every one of you that have. Take it away, Doc. Amen. Amen. My friends, we're going to pray, and I just want to encourage you that the things that you prayed for, you requested prayer for, that you, as of this moment, expect things to begin to change, expect things to begin to turn around. Because the element of prayer is that we believe that God hears our prayers. He inclines his ears to our prayer, and then he actually changes life for us because of our prayer. The fact that you got up this early this morning, you engaged on a prayer call and on a Bible study, says that your faith is already in action. Believe that God is going to change things and turn them around. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you early this morning. And we thank you, O oh God, for the privilege to come to your throne, Lord, bold as you've told us to, Lord, that we could actually have the privilege to sit at your feet and, Lord, make our requests known. You told us, O oh God, to make, Lord, our requests known unto you. You told us to cast our cares on you, Lord, for you cares for us. You told us, O oh God, to command you the work of your hand. And, Father, according to your word and according to what you've given unto us, we turn it back, and, Lord, we give it back to you. You've heard every one of these prayer requests. You know every one of these situations intimately, Lord. You know everyone who's requested prayer intimately, Lord. And you know exactly what's on their heart, whether it's regarding their children, God, whether it's regarding their mother, whether it's regarding their situations at school or on the job or on their workplace. God, you see every one of these situations that we're lifting up before you right now. You know every one of us by name. And, God, you said that you would turn things around and that you would change them. And, Lord, we put our faith out there right now, believing and trusting, oh, God, that you would do exactly what you said. God, you see that mother, Lord, who's having struggles, Lord, with a child, with a 14-year-old, God. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, God, that you turn it around. And, Lord, 
Lord, though it may be the nature of teenagers, God, you've given us the wherewithal, Lord, that we can trust you and we can pray and we can believe, oh, God, that things will turn around. Father, right now, God, those that are dealing with situations on their job, those that are dealing with situations, Lord, in their schools, Father, we ask that the spirit of deliverance, that the spirit of victory, Lord, will come and just overtake and, Lord, invade that situation, Lord. Drive away, Lord, that spirit of suicide. It's all of the enemy, God. You know that it's of a tool and a tactic of the devil. Turn it away, I pray right now, Lord. Use us as vessels of praise. Use us, O oh God, as instruments for your glory to speak those things into existence, Lord, that we want to see. God, I pray now in the name of Jesus Christ that, God, those that are sick in their bodies, that you would touch them and heal them. Lord, those that have loved ones that are sick in their bodies, Lord, I pray that you touch them, heal them, make them whole. We lift them up before you right now. Send healing, Lord, your angels with virtue in their wings, God. Touch and stroke over the bodies of our loved ones, God, and make us whole, Lord, physically, Lord, spiritually, mentally, and in every way, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ. Every situation, God, that it seems like we can't control, turn it around, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ. Turn it around right now, God. Make, Lord, our situations, God, bring, bring back the sunshine, God. Bring back the hope in every one of them, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, you know how to do it because you know what I need. You pray in the name of Jesus Christ, God. Every one of these prayer requests that have been laid out on this call, that you would take them now, Lord, and that you would change them, that you would turn them, that you would hear, Lord, and incline your ear and send your angels right now to turn these things around, Lord, and bring prosperity, to bring productivity, Lord, to bring about a change, Lord, even in the lives of these people who've come to you, Lord, for these changes. I pray now in the name of Jesus Christ, that Lord, calls our date to be better. Cause the sunshine to rise upon our day this day, O oh Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, that you not let one of these prayers go unturned and unanswered, O oh God. But start right now, Lord. Start right now, God. Changing and cause us to see our situation different. We're going to give you glory, honor, and praise because there's nobody like you. And we have no other resource, nor help source, nor recourse, God, but to trust you and to believe you. And Lord, we lay it all in your hands right now. We put it all upon you right now, Jesus, and we expect change in our lives. We give you the glory for it in advance. We give you the praise for it in advance. Lord, we give you all the honor for it in advance. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name according to your word. Let it be so. Amen and amen. Yes, amen. And we all unmuted our phones and said amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 Have an amazing day. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. So much. Have a blessed day. God bless you all. Have a great day. God bless you.